Trevor, and on behalf of myself, Lauren, and Leo, welcome to the Boo Crew Podcast, episode 271. You are joined by a family of incredible actors who have collectively appeared in some of the biggest TV shows and franchises of all time. They are also some of the biggest horror fans we've ever had the pleasure of meeting who have incorporated the genre into all parts of their lives in a beautiful, fun, and inspiring way. The iconic Barbara Allen Woods and Olivia Allen Lind talk all about their roles playing mother and daughter in Sci-Fi and USA Network's amazing new hit series, Chucky. That is our new addiction. It absolutely rules. Get behind-the-scenes stories, the magic of working with the legendary killer doll and its wonderful creator, Don Mancini. Barbara discusses her early work with Roger Corman and cult director Jim Wynorski. Olivia dives into a recent home invasion flick, Masquerade. Natalie Allen Lind lets you in on how excited she is about her upcoming role in the new Pet Cemetery prequel and shares her infectious passion for anything and everything horror. They tell us about their family adventures ghost hunting, experiencing some of the country's most intense haunted attractions, and so much more. Episode 271 starts now. Hi, I'm Chuck, and I'm your friend to the end. What did you do? Ah, ah, ah. Mommy says real killing is bad. Yeah, well, mommy's full of shit. Go ahead, scream. That's all we need. Another victim crawls onto the gurney for a Boo Crew autopsy. Joining Bloody Disgusting's Boo Crew in the Speakeasy studio is a family of extraordinary storytellers who have all made an indelible mark on pop culture through their many exciting career choices unlocked by their exceptional talent. First, a returning guest of the show, a six-time award-winning actor and two-time Emmy nominee with an already illustrious list of credits in TV, including ABC's Revenge, Amazon's multiple Emmy-winning Transparent, Showtime's Emmy-winning Masters of Sex, and Netflix post-apocalyptic Daybreak, and over 10 years playing Faith Newman in the world-renowned soap opera The Young and the Restless. Her work in features is equally impressive, playing music legend Dolly Parton in two acclaimed films alongside Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler in Blended 2018's Overboard and most recently Masquerade with Bella Thorne. At time of release, her latest project is brand new on Sci-Fi and USA Network with new episodes every Tuesday. The TV series based on one of the world's most legendary horror icons, Chucky, starring as Lexi. She is Olivia Allen Lind. Yay! Hello! Also here with us, she has appeared on iconic TV series including iCarly, CBS's 23-time award-winning Criminal Minds, the multi-Emmy-winning Wizards of Waverly Place, before being selected to create the live-action debut of Silver St. Cloud in the Emmy-winning Gotham, then becoming a part of the Marvel Universe, starring as Lauren Strucker on Fox's The Gifted and as Dana on The Goldbergs. She has worked with the best of the best, from Kevin Williamson to David E. Kelly, and always brings a passionate electricity to all that she does, making her performances truly unforgettable. Rumor is you can see her next in the upcoming Pet Cemetery prequel, currently in production. She is Natalie Allen Lind. Hi. Welcome. Best introduction ever. Come on. <laughs> Finally, she has appeared in the most loved TV and film projects of all time. Star Trek The Next Generation, Married with Children, Mr. Belvedere, The Golden Girls, Seinfeld, just to name a few. 
She's worked with the legendary Roger Corman, cult film director Jim Wynorski, starred in the three-time award-winning Honey, I Shrunk the Kids series, and is Deb in the greatest teen drama show ever made, the generation-defining One Tree Hill. She stars as Mayor Michelle Cross, as well as Lexi's mom on Sci-Fi and USA Network's new show, Chucky. We welcome Barbara Allen Woods. Wow. Thank you. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, we're so excited to be here again. Right? Second time around. I mean, first of all, congratulations on all of your incredible careers. And it's really unprecedented that you are all out there. And Emily's not here, right? She's the other. Yeah, she wishes she was. Right? From Gossip Girl, Doctor Sleep, the Babysitter franchise. The list goes on in an incredible voice, by the way. Oh, my gosh. She is so talented. Is mind-blowing. But I I just kind of want to ask you generally, what about the family dynamic creates such a nurturing and supportive environment in which to pursue your dreams? Because it's very unique and very beautiful. And we'd love to get your perspective on that. I mean, I certainly don't want to take credit for that because I don't. But I mean, I take this business really seriously and I always have. And I've had kind of tunnel vision. I always wanted a family more than anything. but I was very focused on my career. And so when these kids started doing it full time and it, they seemed like they were serious about it, you know, it's just something that's always been taken very seriously in our family. And also the fact that I've always done this, I think they never thought that they were doing anything out of the ordinary or extra special because it's just been ordinary in our family. It's what we do. So I don't know. I don't know what's kept us all like so supportive of each other. Um, But I'm just feeling blessed every day that they're best friends. That's amazing. And we'll go with you, Natalie, because we know you have to leave at some point very soon in this uh, in this chat. But, uh, you know, just growing up, how did you feel as far as just being supported to pursue what you wanted to do? Um, I think that ever since I was, I mean, I don't know, in the first year of my life, just seeing my mom as an actress, I mean, I was always extremely inspired by her. And um, creating art is just a passion of mine, regardless of what field it's in. I mean, acting is my biggest passion. But yeah, I mean, I, I knew from a very young age that this is what I wanted to do, just being on set with her and seeing the family environment that's created and, and some of these shows, um, which is always something that I knew was my path so I just decided to kind of go down it and then my sisters kind of followed as well Mm -hmm. we kind of all kind of slowly but surely got into it and yeah we've kind of just been going ever since (laughs) and how about you I mean obviously as the youngest kid you're going to want to do whatever your older sisters are doing (laughs) Um, and I think that when I was very very young um, I think I was about two two, I was two years (laughs) old my sisters would get auditions and their my mom and dad's plan um, was to just keep me out of acting because they had too much in their hands already with two full-time actresses so when I was about two they would run their lines for their auditions and you know get ready and I'd be in the other room kind of doing my own thing and I'd come into the room and I'd say my turn and I'd recite all of their lines perfectly oh that's amazing a little Aww. freaky yeah and i just have always had like this drive for acting and i can't really imagine myself doing anything else um and i'm very happy that i've been given the opportunity in my family to have such supportive people around me and to have some of my biggest fans my biggest fans possible mm-hmm. um so yeah it's it's kind of always just been like a sure thing that i've always loved and yeah i can't imagine doing anything else 
Now, the horror genre is something that runs uh, thick in the fiber of your family. We mm-hmm. can go back to uh, Barbara's work in the horror genre, which I plan to do um, shortly here. But I know with Natalie having to take off soon, I wanted to just ask you. I know we had talked to um, Olivia about this before. But what was your entry into the horror genre just growing <laughs> up? Well, um, I think that my mom's always been obsessed with horror. And I'd say in my family, I'm probably like the most addicted to it. I mean, we were just walking through their house and they have the most incredible collection of every scary movie possible. And I've seen every single one of them. That's amazing. So um, I don't know. I guess that I've always just had like a passion for fear. Um, Adrenaline. Yeah, and adrenaline. But especially the genre. I mean, I just think that... when I was little, I would watch these movies and I don't know, there was just something about being terrified and I love Halloween and I love just everything that goes around that. But when I was, I mean, I don't think I was even one yet. No, my mom, so she, I was like, four she went, months. no, she was four months old. I took her through her first haunted house. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Wow. So I've gone through haunted houses every year of my life. Essentially, I probably started three or four as well. My parents would take me through haunted. I just, I've always loved it. Or love to hate it or whatever it is, but love it. And so I, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm a mom. I have kids now, but I'm not going to stop going through haunted houses. So I actually took her through a haunted corn maze when she was four months old. Yeah. And, and she was everybody running. Everybody will judge me right now. No, you know, not but at all. Not, you guys won't judge no. me, but I, I think also my godfather, Thomas Decker, he's an, he's an actor. I'm sure you know Thomas Decker. Yeah. 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 So he, he's, he's always been super obsessed with the genre. Um, and I think when I was little, just like looking up to him, he used to come over with all these masks on and try to scare me as like a, like a little child and it just never worked. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I've kind of stuck with it, but that's, uh, it's my passion. I um, honestly, like I, I one day want to see that I've say that I've seen almost every scary movie. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I'm marking down the list. I have a list that I just kind of go through. Uh, so we're, we're getting there. <laughs> that is so cool. Well, that's the thing, a, a byproduct. I mean, we have four kids and we raise them around all this stuff, too, is that you tend they tend to kind of see the art. Yeah, the art more yeah, as yeah. opposed to being scared because they're not told this is scary. Yeah. Don't watch this. It's scary. No, yeah. it's like, what is this bloody arm? Oh, well, it's, it's a piece of art someone did for a movie to invoke a response yeah, or to creep impressive. people out. The and it's are not impressive. real. Exactly. How do you you know, create the perfect jump scare. I mean, right. there's an art to it's it. It's a science it really too. Is. Yeah. How do you get somebody's heart racing? I mean, there's an art to it. That's really funny too. Cause I love blood. I love gore. Like anytime I'm on set and somebody puts dirt or blood on me, I'm obsessed with it. Um, but if I bleed, like if I cut myself, I will pass out. Like, <laughs> I, like, I can't stand the sight of real blood, but Me I'm too. obsessed with yeah. blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so freaking. In, t- in tell me a story. You did you wear that whole appliance, right? Oh, for tell me a story. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. I thought you said, tell me a story. No, like, no, no. What, what story do you want to hear? <laughs> um, yeah, that was, that was a crazy, I've never really experienced doing anything like that. It was, uh, it was, I mean, before I filmed, it was the entire process of getting the head cast which I w- wasn't sure how I was going to take it because of claustrophobia. I've heard some people it's freak hard. out. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was easy. It was about like two hours. And I think that towards the end, it just starts getting really heavy and hot. Yeah. So you just have to take deep breaths. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, it, w- it was so incredible just being able to fully put yourself in the character. And obviously my, my character went through this extremely traumatic event where she gets burns on 70% of her body. So, I mean, the hair and makeup process was like a 
probably like an hour every morning. It wasn't anything terrible, but it definitely I've I've never felt so I was able to go into the characters so much more with all of this. Sure. I mean, there'd be moments where I'd look down and I'd be like, oh, my God, like what what is happening right now? But yeah, no, it was fun. And like I said, I love anything prosthetic wise. So being able to do that for as long as I I mean, it was it was uh 10 episodes so it was it was a it was a lot it was my skin by the end was pretty messed up but uh yeah it was fun it was so much fun and kevin williamson obviously behind that project scream i know what you did so last summer scream oh, is my favorite scary movie yeah. Me too. yeah so when i was little i saw scream and it just completely changed my life anytime that i'm like doing housework i'll put on scream in the background oh wow it's a comfort film now it's, it's, <laughs> scary movies are so comforting to me people think i'm a yeah. psychopath oh, let me tell you something and she you know when she's on location she's living by herself and like what are you doing tonight i'm watching a scary i we have a hard time when we're alone in the house watching a scary movie especially like a home invasion movie of course this is the worst kind Natalie has no problem doing that by herself yeah i I don't know how you do that constantly oh my gosh well it's like a rainy day for you right how some people like a rainy day you know that's i know and i love rainy days i love rainy days especially here in la right where they barely ever happen when they do it's like oh my god God. the best thing ever exactly anything that's dark and weird i like i i like to think that i'm a witch so um I am a actually. <laughs> I'm going to put that out there. But yeah, scary movies do it for me. <laughs> and as far as performance goes, I mean, you are an incredible dramatic performer, oh, but also amazing at portraying the fantastical. Oh. As in something like The Gifted, for example, where you have the power to create shields of air molecules, right? Yeah. What would you say is more challenging for you? Um, I think that... At the beginning, doing uh, doing the gifted. I mean, first of all, the Marvel fans, the X Men fans, they're like the best fan base out there. I think that that was kind of intimidating for me, so I didn't want to look like an idiot, you know. Like I wanted to make sure that even though we're doing all of these crazy, whimsical things, they still had a, like a realness to them. Um, so I think at the beginning, it was probably just figuring out what the shields looked like. And we had Brian Singer. He directed the first episode and he uh, he did all the X-Men movies. So he was kind of talking us through what the powers and how how this universe works. But I mean, I think that I just take it project for project. You know, I, I mean, every character I've had the opportunity or I feel like everything that I've done is very different. So I think that. I mean, it's all so much fun to me creating characters like this that I don't really necessarily even think of it as hard. Sure. But it's all just, yeah, it's it's all fun. And being able to like swipe your hand and have an entire SWAT team go flying. It just, I've left that set feeling so powerful Mm -hmm. every day. But yeah, yeah, I, I get that question a lot, actually. Just how, like, how that world is you sure, know of course of and course. I, yeah it was definitely it took some navigation at first <laughs> is there one particular role or project that has created a breakthrough moment for you as far as the craft of acting like maybe a character where pushing yourself to find them has changed your own voice um i think that the the last show that i did big sky yeah. uh there was just i mean it was a very serious topic that we were trying to portray on television um and we just wanted to go about it extremely sensitively and uh, it was David Kelly, and he's just an incredible yeah. creator and artist. Uh, so I think that just having the opportunity to say his words and create his character, um, that was really great. But I mean, I'm constantly learning. Like, I, I've been doing it for years now, and I feel like any one day on set, if I don't leave having learned something, learned, <laughs> learned something, 
I'm always wanting to develop and, and learn. And I mean, even from hair and makeup, like if I learned a trick with how to make myself look a certain way, you know, it, it's all just uh, it's learning and going through it. And being in a family of actors, I think that that also helps a lot with just teaching each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're, I mean, we're we're. We're always trying, growing. always, always growing. <laughs> Wanted to ask you if there's any horror filmmakers that you would just love a chance to work with. Hmm. Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm a little bit late. A little bit late. Um, <laughs> we'll get a Ouija board out and see what we could do. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. I mean, I, for me, like I, I, I really want to see more females in the horror genre, especially directing. Yeah. I just worked with Lindsay Beer. And um, she was an incredible director and just being able to work with somebody who is just so powerful and female. So she she was really incredible to work with. And she was the writer for Pet Cemetery as well. Um, and let me interject that her bucket list. I mean, her one of her main goals in life was to work on a Stephen King movie. And here we Especially go. Pet Cemetery. Right. So when I mean, this happened, it, it was pretty incredible. Yeah. No. Yeah. So working on that. But yeah, I mean, who knows? Here's my thing. I would love to direct a scary movie. Ooh. And also be in it at some point in my career. It's my absolute goal. So it, without sounding kind of, I don't know, I, I would love to work with myself, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's great, does that though. Awesome. Does that sound weird to say? No. Um, yeah, I guess that that's my answer. Can we be in it? Uh, we'll see. All right. I want to get right. murdered. <laughs> <laughs> I want to murder Allie. Okay, cool. I just want to come to the set and look at the props. There you go. Yeah, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can make yeah. it work. Before you leave, I, I, we have to get into this with you. Halloween, haunted attractions, the whole thing. We know you're into them. Mm-hmm. We want you to tell us about some of your favorites. Oh, my God. Okay. She's our tour director. She she <laughs> got back from Montreal <laughs> from her shoot, and we have not stopped since she's been home. Really? Every single night, we have done something different. Okay, so I'm going to tell a story, and my mom might get mad at me. Oh, no. Okay, go ahead. Um, <laughs> I'm an open book. I did a haunted house in Nashville oh. called... Oh, no. Yes. The Beast House. Okay. And I thought you were going to say McKamey Manor. No, I no, almost did. Okay, not. so I almost did Tennessee, McKamey right? Manor. You almost did? I, I, well, I, not. I was trying to, but I didn't realize what a big, big effort it is to go and do it. Oh, yeah. At some point, I really want to try it. No. Like medical tests. You medical and, tests, a psych no. test. You have to have blood work done. She's not doing it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then the, the crazy thing about that is that you only have to bring dog food. Like yeah. it's, it's free, but there's months of waiting. You but know, are you cool with the fact that no. doesn't he like he's okay? You have to sign a thing. You, he can inject you yeah, with you're stuff. Not, you can, yeah, he can, he can inject you with hallucinogens, um, and he can pull your teeth. Um, and you'd be down for no. that. Well, I want to. I want to like get into it a little bit. Like sure. maybe I'll leave after. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. right. Um, there's like a there's a Netflix show called The Dark, or not a Netflix show, but a show on Netflix called The Dark Taurus. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, on yeah, that? yeah. And also, there's a documentary Haunters: The Art of yes, the Scare. Yes, yes, right? yes. Okay, so yeah, I so I watched those two, and it's so crazy to see him going in on the stra- straight jacket and just yeah. bail. Yeah. Um, but I did I did one not McKinney Manor, but I did one called Beast House in Nashville, and it. It was a money back haunted house. So if you complete the challenge and you get your money back. So I went in and I wasn't sure what they were going to have us do. And I was with two friends and we were all like, okay, whatever it is, we're down. Let's do it. So they bring out a huge bucket of hissing pregnant cockroaches. Oh my gosh. And they say, you have one minute, eat two of them. You can't kill them before you eat them. So I eat two of these things. My friend dips out. Uh, the babies are like squirreling around oh, your mouth. Like it, it was so gross. And I was like, okay, can't get worse than that. 
So then they bring out a six inch raw cow tongue with like hair growing out of it. And they say 45 seconds go. I'm just like, oh I, I'm like trying. So the hardest part about that God. wasn't even, but they, you'd, you'd bite into it and then there'd be little fluid packets that would like, explode <laughs> in your mouth. So I ate that. Um, <laughs> ate and so you- <laughs> yeah, I finished that in 45 oh seconds. God. I had like three seconds left. And then they were like, okay, you did that. Surprise. Everybody was like, who's this little blonde chick? Like she's, she's going to like be out of here in five seconds and people will pay to watch you do it. Of course. So there was like a, I had a whole crowd. I was like, okay, fear factor. I've been watching it since I was little. Let's go. Um, And then they take a mason jar and they go to a toilet and they scoop out donkey semen with ghost pepper and they (laughs) give me 30 seconds. And like, I, I had to like imagine that I was drinking a smoothie, you know, you have to just imagine something else. But the ghost pepper was so spicy. I I, so I chugged it. I finished it. And then I threw up for the next hour. Like I could not. I could. I I just throw up at the event. I I was like, they were like, three, two, one, finished it, pounded it down. I was like, check it. Yeah, it's it's good. It's down. And then I, uh, yeah, I went out and then found a bucket and just sat there for the next hour, Thank just God. getting rid of oh all of it. God. So what is, is, is it a, a haunted experience after that? Are these people dressed in outfits or anything? Or is there any was, theme to it? Or is it just like... So there was a haunted house first. Okay. And then you go to the back room and you do this. Um, wow. But yeah, no, it was... Uh, yeah, it was crazy. It was, uh, it was definitely like a mind over matter, fear factor moment for me, like I said. But no, I, I think it was scary because you, they kind of take you into this back house and you just it's it was in the middle of Nashville. And I just didn't I didn't really know what to expect. Um, <laughs> the worst, oh the worst thing you can do is tell Natalie that she can't do something. Yeah. Yeah. She'll do it. She she will, I, will, like it. I will do anything. But I, I, a scariest. Uh, I mean, I've been to so many haunted houses now. I'm trying. We're, we're actually all going to yeah, Delusion tonight. tonight. Delu- have you been to Delusion before? I, I've never been to Delusion. Oh, I've been hearing about it. it and I'm super excited. The weirdest thing is that I, it was a half hour before you texted us. Are you kidding night. me? One half hour before Natalie said, oh, you know, we should see if we should go to De- Delusion tomorrow night. Yeah. And so she's looking on her phone. Crazy. She's looking. She's like, oh, I, they might be sold out. OK, we've got to go, though. And then I couldn't believe it when I looked down and you had texted us. It's fate. It's the spirits of Halloween. <laughs> right, exactly. Uniting us. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, Delusion's beautiful, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I'm so it's, excited. Yeah, it's, very, it's kind of like old, like an old world Victorian ghost story, usually, that oh gosh, you're a part amazing. of. It's very, very, very cool. cool. It's very cool. But we love, we love the Haunted Hayride. We love Universal. I mean, yeah. we do all like the major Not, spots, but I, I like to try to find smaller 17th family-owned haunted oh. houses. Oh, do you guys do that? Is it 17th Door, right? 17th Door was the most intense. That's what I've heard. Like, we've... Oh. That's one we haven't done because we've heard no. it gets kind of it don't intense. Bring your kids. Don't do it. Was like, I mean, it's no, like you can't bring your kids. You can't bring not, do not, a I don't recommend bringing your kids. I did mean, you go it, when you were nine? I will. Okay. So <laughs> we did 17th Door like six years ago. Okay. Um, And at that point, it was just a regular like haunted house. Like it wasn't anything to do with torture or anything. But so I went when I was how old was I probably like six or seven. Yeah, I carried yeah. her through. She carried yeah. me through. But I was also, very young. they always say recommended age, and we're like, yeah. whatever, we're us. Like, we're we, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I would do the same kids. thing. Yeah. So yeah. When we went before. They have you fill out a waiver so they can like touch you and stuff. Um, so it was kind of like the same waiver this year than it was like a few years ago. So we were like, okay, it's it's all just to scare you. It's like 
they basically can do whatever they want. Um, so we go in and... Well, first of all, we brought our nine-year-old cousin. Which... And it was her first haunted house ever. Oh ever. my gosh, wow. Home. So we get yeah. to the door and they look at us. They're like, you should not bring your fucking kid here. And that's what they said to us. That's what the girl... And meanwhile, on the wall, this lady has been ripping off people's eyelashes. Like if you come with fake lashes on, she'll rip them off. <laughs> and then hang, <laughs> hang them up. Wow. Um... So that's that was like our that was our opening experience. <laughs> that's how we just our introduction to Seventeenth Door. What, what do they do? You go in, they sit you down in like a you know, like a roller coaster seat where they, the bars come down so you can't move. And electrocute you, um, and then they put you in an electrical you. chair. Well, they and they shock you. They like shock you with like the same Full voltage on. as like a taser. Yeah. Oh my um, god. And then they're messing sit down, around. If you sit down in the barber chair, sure, and yeah. they try to make you sit in the barber chair, they cut your hair. One of our <gasps> friends went and. Um, her girl, his, they didn't know that if you sat down, because there's a sign, there's like a warning sign that says the barber you, will cut you. The barber will cut you, but it looks like it was like a scary sign. Like, yeah. you know, like it looks like a decoration. Like, of course. oh, if you sit down, the barber will cut you. It didn't say cut your hair. So our friend sat down and got her hair like all chopped up. It was no. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The, wor- um, the worst thing, me and Allie have never, I don't think I've ever seen such fear in her eyes. Yeah, I was terrified. We also got like shot in the back with like little like um like a little BB gun pellets. Yeah, but they like bring you into a room and they put you in these little dividers and everybody has to be in their own one. And then they turn you around and they say, if you turn around, you're you'll lose your eyes. And that's all they tell yeah. you. Yeah, they say, do not turn around or you will lose your eyes and bruises from it. I'm like <gasps> oh, still completely my attacked. Yeah. They, so basically, but then the coolest, the kind of weird, kind of cool thing about it is once you get shot, the next room because there's 17 rooms, you go around and then you figure out that you're the one doing the shooting. Yeah. So oh, like, okay, shooting somebody, the script. Somebody had it, it very for purgy. me. Somebody, yeah. That, yeah. Right. Somebody attacked my back. Um, we, we were also drowned and that was the thing that really scared yeah, us yeah so nice. the last room you, they put you so they say you crawl it's like this little cage so you crawl in and you can like barely move already and then all of a sudden they say you have to there's like a little lock at the end and they see you have to enter this code and I'm like trying to do the code do the code I'm very claustrophobic already so I was already kind of freaking out and then all of a sudden you're like on your hands and knees and then a like a hundred pound like weight drops on your back so it flattens you out and it's like a, like a cushion, like one of the, you know, like when you go through like one of those haunted houses and then you go through like the, where there's like the black, like cushions like, on like, side, Yeah, they're filled, filled with air. Filled with yeah. air. Yeah. So it was like that, but weights in it. So then it like made you flat so you couldn't move any of your muscles. Oh and then all of a sudden God. they wow. drop you. So then you're underwater. Yeah. And you can't breathe. They put you underwater and you can't breathe for no. a good like, how long was it? Like 10 seconds. seconds? Yeah, it was like 10 seconds. 10 it seconds. Felt like, it felt like forever. And you can, scr- you can tell people, you can tell the people in the rooms mercy before you go to every room and then you'll be taken to the next room but you're only allowed to say mercy before you decide to do it and we had no idea what it was so i could just hear and we went we went with some of our best friends and i could just hear everybody screaming mercy mercy get me out of here it was horrible Uh, one of our friends that we went with is like a like a very tall man and he um he like lift he was like Pushing up his back because they don't tell you if you're going to be able to. He's trying to break out of it. Out of yeah. it. Like, Kyle kinda, like, will love to it. hear this. He's a man. He's a man. <laughs> um, but yeah, he like kind of like broke it a little bit because he was like pushing his back up because they don't tell you if you're like when you're going to come out because basically they tell you to get out. You have to undo this lock. So they, yeah, you just so freak out and panic. You're just, you're just yeah. thinking, oh my god, now I'm underwater. Do I have to do this lock? And it's also pitch black. 
It was the most terrifying. It was thing so ever funny because they took a picture of us afterwards, and in the photos, like I, I like to reflect with laughing a lot and yeah. smiling. So I'm literally just sitting yeah. there like, <laughs> "Well, this sounds like your dream uh, haunted oh. house." <laughs> no, it was it was, and I would suggest going if you're a thrill seeker. Yeah, like, if yeah. you're in the Los Angeles area and you're really wanting to get your blood pumping, you should definitely go. It's kind of like it's a cross a, between Horror Nights and McKamey Manor. Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly. not even like boo scary. Like nobody ever jumps out at you. There's oh, I know. No, there are a couple. There are a few there are a couple of them, of jumps. It, there's a few jump scares but it's not about that it's about testing yourself it's yeah. about testing yourself to see how far you can go it's insane i wish we had got that photo though because she the look of just distress on her face yeah. it, was, was terrifying. it was but it's terrifying. a bonding experience right so you're into this barbara you well i mean we couldn't stop talking about it afterward sure. yeah. it's an adventure it's, you've been through something yeah. together she luckily the last thing when you call through and they drown you she is claustrophobic so you have to crawl through I like saw this cage. little thing so that was the only thing I didn't do that was the only one I said mercy before it only so solely because of drown. solely because of the claustrophobic stuff but she also her biggest fear is drowning and so I didn't know the water thing was at the end so. I for the longest time I mean I love if you haven't picked up on that already I love anything like adrenaline yeah. so I I haven't really had a biggest fear necessarily like anything that it scares me, I like to do it. Like I like to go and experience it and kind of get rid of that fear. And now I know that my biggest fear is being drowned, submerged, submerged yeah. and like not able to move. Fair right. enough. That's yeah. fair enough. That's always been my biggest fear. Yeah. What about the paranormal? Okay. Yes. The paranormal is, I mean, everything to us. We go on so many ghost hunting tours. We like anywhere that Every we go. Every time we vacation or if we're on location, yes. we find this, haunted the, haunt, the most haunted hotel and that's where we stay. Always. Oh, I love that. And, and were, check into the most haunted room too, yes. if you can. So we were actually in <laughs> room 920, is it 23 or 28? 928, I think. Yeah. At the Roosevelt. We have a friend in town and he, we told him how much we love ghost hunting. So he decided to like get that room and stay there by himself like a crazy person. What's the story behind Montgomery that room? Montgomery Clift haunts the room. Yeah. They say that he tap dances when you sleep on the on the desk. And no, he said, he said that he heard tap dancing. No, that's, but that, that's like the but thing. But he walks on the, yeah, he yeah, walks, he walks on the desk. That's, yeah. what he, that's like the thing that he's like, you're Marilyn supposed to Marilyn Monroe roams around. It's a Roosevelt Hotel. A little, a little girl in a blue dress. Yeah. yeah. It's actually so funny because we're going, we're going to Arrowhead tomorrow and we're staying over. We're doing a, um, a paranormal lockdown. At and Brackenfern Manor. Brackenfern yeah, so Manor. We, a couple months like, ago, we got yeah. tickets for it. So, so what, wait, what's Brackenfern Manor? It's, I mean, Google it and you'll be obsessed. I mean, there's so much that's gone on. It's it's from the 20s. Like, it was built in the 20s, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was a gentleman's club. Okay. And a lot of, Bad. it was like Bad. slash brothel. Got it. And they had this hidden tunnel that was connected to the to the hotel where men could be snuck in and, and, you know, meet with their women. The backstory is incredible. That is crazy. Anyway, they've done a lot of paranormal um, searching there and we're going this weekend and starting at seven o'clock tomorrow night. Think about us because (laughs) we locked down. They don't let us leave. And we're staying overnight and we're going to ghost hunt all night. Our favorite, one of our favorite places in Los Angeles, I mean, for me, just in the world is the Queen Mary and it's sinking right now. It is. Oh my, you know what? I don't think we, 
We've never done any of the ghost no. hunting stuff at Queen Mary. Yeah. I, we've stayed over. We've had four separate birthdays at the Queen Mary. Really? We'll stay over and just ghost hunt all night. Most so. kids will do like McDonald's in the, no, the play, exactly. Playland or whatever. The Lynn's, no, they go to the Queen yeah. Mary. Yeah. So that, that's, it's that. And then in my favorite um, my favorite bar in Los Angeles, it's called the Black Rabbit Rose. Yes. I've heard of it. We've still not been. No, We've still is, not been. It's it like, sounds it's incredible. My, Let's go together. It's my favorite spot in LA. They have just the coolest stuff and they, they have actually tunnels as well and the magic room back there is supposed to be haunted um but like houdini like all, all of these crazy stories uh yeah so if you're in los angeles and you get a chance to go to the black rabbit rose please go because it's it's so incredible are you a fan of no vacancy i love no yeah because yeah. they're they're right next to each other oh so, they are yeah so no vacancy um there's a tunnel underneath so they connect oh the the manager of That's the black cool. rabbit rose knew how much i loved it um so he he took took me in and showed us this did this entire magic performance for us and uh then took us underneath and took us to all like the different tunnels so i love old hollywood ghost yeah. stories i think that there's something so beautiful about just i don't know the fact there's that there's so the, much tragedy the celebrities are still roaming around out there i right. love yeah. that so I know. has anything crazy happened on all your adventures like what's the craziest thing so that's happened? i will show you the photo later you are going to pee your pants oh my gosh um, we were staying in honolulu uh and my sister is doing a tv show so uh i think it's the hilton in honolulu it's a really haunted spot and i there's this woman that roams the hallways and people talk about it all the time um, so we didn't know that where we were staying was haunted. And then all of a sudden we're just going through photos just of the vacation. I think it was super early in the morning. We're going scuba diving. So it's like five in the morning, snap a quick little selfie looking good. And then I, we zoom into the background and there's just a, f a when I say, on. when I say a face, like, I mean, eyes, a nose, a jawline, no eyes. Like you're, you guys are going to think it's fake. It's no, not, I believe you. And like maybe, photoshopped, it looks so crazy. Yeah, it looks maybe, photoshopped. Maybe we can attach this photo to this podcast. Uh, sure, yeah, like, yeah. Because I, you're not gonna, you're not gonna believe it. It is. It we is didn't, the most bone chilling, crazy photo. She looks of like all an time. old pioneer woman or something. Yeah. When she showed it to us, we were like, okay, Natalie. Okay, we get it. You're trying to scare yeah. us. We get it. I mean, it's, it's, it's been it's been years thing. now, and I mean, every time I show it to somebody. Yeah, everybody just always thinks it's fake, but it's it's genuinely not. So oh that would God. that would be my craziest. Yeah, that's experience. amazing. I can't wait to see this thing. Here, I'll just show you right yeah, now. Yeah, please. Have everybody, hear your reaction. Oh my gosh, we're. Here, I'm gonna try to brighten it. Here, you guys can keep talking. Well, oh, here we go. Oh my oh gosh, my that is so freaking freaky. Do you see it? Yeah, your right eyes there. <gasps> that's insane. Yeah, that's not fake. Wow. Yeah. Gosh, that is yeah. crazy. So would that be would that be you'd say probably the most concrete evidence of anything paranormal that you've ever I mean, I've had paranormal experiences. Uh I I, I mean my mom when she was doing Honey I Shrunk the Kids, we she, lived in a haunted house. So oh, her we wow. rented my favorite, a haunted my favorite house. ghost stories are actually hers. But uh we stayed um I mean I've I've stayed in New Orleans several times. The Monteleone is super haunted with a carousel bar. And when we were staying there, just in the middle of the night, hangers going from side to side in the closet. One time we went out, uh, was it, we went out to like go to dinner or something and we came back and all of our food from the mini bar was in the that bathtub. That was mom. <laughs> that was mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, the ghost um, of mom. Yeah, that was oh, mom. That was such a bubble burst right now, Natalie. How did <laughs> you talk to her? Actually, 
Yeah. You guys have been lying to me about that for years. She put the cherry tomatoes in the bathtub and tried to scare us. <laughs> I didn't really... I mean, you were like two, so... I was two years she old. She was really scared, though. She I was, was terrified. <laughs> terrified. Was that... Oh, my God. That is so oh. funny you kept it up for this long. <laughs> Jeez, Natalie. I was going to ask. Does she have to go? Oh, yeah. Hold yeah. On. One more little thing. And then <laughs> Okay, I was going to ask you about we've talked about this a lot on the show, but it's a fascinating, <laughs> fascinating point of conversation for us. So Zach Baggins opened up the Haunted Museum in Vegas. Have you been to that thing? Yet? I haven't no. been. You I haven't, haven't been. been? No, Gosh. I haven't been to Vegas in so long. No, it I've, sounds insane. I the, go. Are you aware of that staircase that he has in there? No, that he got from the Demon House expedition that he did? No. no. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So it's there's a documentary about it and again if you're listening right now and you're sick to shit of me talking about this I'm so sorry <laughs> but it is a fascinating story so it was in Indiana I believe years ago and it was a story it went to the newspapers and it was um, it's like the highest documented case of paranormal activity I think in American history oh, wow. it was one of the first exorcisms approved by the bishop in 21 years or something mm-hmm. and um, basically this woman and her children became possessed in this house. And the thing that makes it interesting is that so many people like Child Protective Services, police, members of the hospital saw the things happen. So there was kids levitating above beds. Oh my God. The, one of the craziest things is one kid in the middle of an interrogation in front of CPS uh, officer walked up a wall, walked <gasps> on the ceiling, flipped over and landed behind them. And oh Zach God. heard the story and he bought the house oh. sight unseen and moved his ghost hunter dudes oh, out yeah. there Makes a- sense. and locked it, locked himself down and filmed what happened. So that's why he wears glass prism glasses now no because way. his eyes crossed permanently. Oh, Dr. Barry Taft went there. He got sick, was put into the hospital. All these people who came in to check it out got sick. And this is happening over the course of, the course of this documentary that you can now watch. And there's a warning at the beginning of the documentary because they think that the demons were um, able to interfere and cross over through electronic means because while they were editing, it shut down all their equipment many times. News stations who were doing shows about the you know features about the documentary would have technical problems whenever they started talking about it. Wow. So he destroyed the house and kept the staircase and moved it to the Haunted Museum. And you have to sign a waiver to get in to even look at it. Are you but, So there's okay. this documentary. So I was wondering if you had seen it no. because we can't even watch it. We're afraid. We're but, afraid to watch it. But we want to go to the museum. But we want to go to the museum. That'll be what I watch tonight to go to bed. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Her little lullaby. Tonight. <laughs> right, yeah. With the best advice ever, I'm going to head out. Thank yes. you so much for hey, having me. Hey, this is me. awesome. Oh you're, my gosh, you're amazing. And I'd love to come back. and Please. Yeah, yeah. So I'm Pet Cemetery, right? When it comes out. Yes, you'll be sitting in that chair. Yes, let's do it. Awesome. Okay, Lauren will see you, see you out. Bye. We'll keep Bye. you guys going. Do you guys need any water or anything no, before we head okay. to the next uh, yep. part of this? Great. No, we're good. Okay. Perfect. Sorry. Perfect. Thank you so much. Hey, thank That's you. We'll see you tonight. Guys, yes, we'll see you later. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Bye. Thanks again, Natalie. It's awesome. The Boo Crew will be right back. Halloween. Newsweek magazine calls it a superb exercise in the art of suspense, the most frightening flick in years. Halloween, the Chicago Sun-Times says it's so scary, I would compare it to Psycho. It's the kind of picture, says the Chicago Tribune, that forces you to sleep with the lights on. A masterpiece, says New York's New Times. Halloween, from Compass International, rated R.
uh, I don't know. Are you back on again? Because I wanted to interject on oh, this whole ahead. demon thing. Yeah. Out of all the scary movies that we've seen, mm-hmm. horror movies and thrillers and, you know, when you go to our Netflix, it's just like, okay, thrillers, which the thrillers, we've gone through all of them, all the horror movies. The one movie I have never seen is The Exorcist. Wow. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Because, you know, I was like in junior high when this came out and, you know, you heard all the stories, people being rushed to the hospital and people fainting and throwing up in the theater and everything. It just scared me. Yeah. And to this day, I don't know if it seems dated because I've never seen it. So if you've seen it recently, but it's the one movie that I've never brought myself to see. So at some point, have you seen it? Olivia, I, yeah. I don't, have you seen it? I don't actually know. No, probably not I because so. I haven't. Yeah. You know, it's usually I put a movie on and then we all watch it. A lot but of the time it's whatever she's seen. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, she veers away from the demonic possession movies. I've also never seen Hocus Pocus because of her. Really? Yeah. really? Oh, you just I, don't, not a fan of Hocus Pocus? Oh, or? I love Hocus Pocus. It's just not your favorite, wacky, right? It's not your favorite Halloween movie. Yeah. But what's your, what, what's your favorite Halloween movie? Uh, so what we're doing right now? Oh, go ahead. Halloween Town. She loves Halloween. <laughs> Halloween Town is great. So good. But what we're doing right now, which is so much fun, is we started from the very first um, Halloween. I didn't even realize this, but all the different um, the different worlds of Halloween with the Rob Zombie yeah. and then the Jamie Lee Curtis thread, and so I had it all mapped out, and I'm trying oh. to figure out like which one should we do? Let's do this one, but then we can veer this way, like. All the different ways we can go. So we're following the Jamie Lee Curtis thread. Got it. Okay. So because that of the new movie coming the, out. So that we can see the new one. Halloween Kills. Leading up yeah. to... It opened? Is it open? Yeah, I think it did. That's today. Just now. Yeah, today. today. Tonight. We're really excited. But it's just so much fun to see the movies get a little... What they think is better and better. But I still love the first one. Yeah. yeah. The first one's so good. I mean, it's just so good. It's classic. Do you guys go over to the uh, visit the house in Pasadena? Do they still I have want... It? to do that i can't believe we never have and then we have to do that but it's we so cool yeah. like they have a park like because the actual the myers house has moved to one location like it's um next to an art gallery the sugarman art gallery who <laughs> does like a horror art show uh so the myers house is there and then just down the street maybe like a block or two is jamie lee curtis's house from halloween yeah. right yeah and then out front they have the the, the people who own the house put a pumpkin out front so you can recreate the photo uh, you oh, know the so scene for the movie it, and they're yeah, totally they're into right. it they have a into note it. there and then right across the street from that is a park with um, the bench with the dedication of, is it from the film that's um, so cool yeah it's really really cool it's a nice little walking tour around past especially around this time of year yeah right? it's perfect it's perfect i love that they embrace it instead of <clears throat> right? like pushing people yeah, away like, get yeah. off my lawn yeah, yeah it's not none of that stuff and also we're also very excited for the new scream movie Yes. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Right. It's like the best year ever with Halloween and Scream yeah. coming out. Um, yeah. And, and you're dead Chucky. Come oh. on. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Guys, it's insane. Like it's an unprecedented time to be a fan of this stuff. Right. Yeah. I've never seen anything yeah. like it. It's it's doing so well. Um, we're so excited. Don is over the moon. The episodes just keep getting better as it goes And they do. They do keep getting better. It's so good. I loved it. I'm like so hooked. Yeah. It's the perfect blend of, you know, thriller, horror, heart, (laughs) comedy, um, comedy. It's just, I'm a fan too. Love it. I also love how far it goes. Pulls no punches, right? right. The language, the violence, all the stuff that makes Chucky Chucky is, is completely intact. And, Almost seems more vicious and intense when you put yeah. it in the in the world of these kids. That yeah, it takes place funny, in, right? funny thing. We since it's on like network TV, 
um, they told us that we're only allowed to have 10 F-bombs per episode. Really? Which is a lot. Which is that a lot. is a lot. But ten, it was 10. So, so they're carefully selected. They're carefully selected. But it's <laughs> a, a lot of them as you come go from on. her. So at right. some point, they're like, if you go along, it comes, all of the F-bombs collected are me and Chucky. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're the, like, basically the only ones who, who use them. Um, but yeah, they every time that there'd be, like, an F-bomb, every time we'd have, like, we'd have to do an alt. So be, there's a lot of fricks, a lot of... Uh, God darn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, to make up for, yeah. It just doesn't make work, up though. For a little bit. Um, yeah, every time you hear an F-bomb, think, oh, that's one less. See if, yeah. we, see if we count them. Count them. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, they should do a, have a, a special feature. You can have an yeah. F-bomb counter running was, while it's going on. There was one time in ADR where Don was so excited because Don comes to all of our ADR sessions. He's very involved. He was so excited. He was like, we have one F-bomb left over. I want to give it to you. I know exactly lo- what line I want. Oh, right here. It's like currency. Right here. He was so excited before we get into more of the show i i have to talk about this barbara is it your early work in genre films and horror mm-hmm. gotta talk about that because that's where it's all where it all starts and in, in your love of that the roger corman uh, produced the terror within two a legend tell us about your entry into horror as an actor and your experience well, working it was just, with these guys it, it was kind of an in thing to do at the time <clears throat> You know, all my actor friends, you know, you're going to do Roger Corman, you're going to do Roger Corman. And it was so great. Everyone in the world is probably too young to remember that this studio was in Venice. It was this great, super like all enclosed. Everything was shot there. Once in a while, we would go on location. But I think we did these movies in, I want to say, 15 days. Wow. But so many people have come out of the Roger Corman school. Oh, countless um, people. And DPs and directors. And, you know, I worked with really great people. I worked with Janusz Kaminski, um, uh, Spielberg's DP, um, and I loved him. And, you know, you see these people, you know, the careers grow. And we were all working together. We all knew what the content was, but it was just so much fun and felt so much like a family. And then... You know, he would use people over and over again as well. Mm -hmm. He was very loyal to, you know, his crew and his cast. And it was just kind of like what you did back then. So, yeah, yeah, it was just like full on slasher, exploitive, (laughs) but it was fun. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Coppola, James Cameron, Joe Dante, Jack Nichols, like all these people were mentor it's just what you did right yeah let's go do a corman movie yeah and And he was amazing too by the way just the nicest soft-spoken classy guy and he just had this formula he knew it worked and people wanted to see these movies in 1994 jim wynarski's ghoulies four oh jim the last in the series and (laughs) that particular Entry. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. It it, it has a massive cult following. Your the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. Massive cult following. What do you remember about that experience? Besides, uh, I mean, (laughs) a little bit different than the Corman films. Yeah. It was just like, ooh, what's going to happen tonight? You know, like, (laughs) I mean, I don't even know what the budget was on these movies, but I'm guessing even less than Corman. And it was just like, oh, you know, no trailers tonight. Okay, you know, just like flying by the seat of our pants, just getting it done. Um, Jim was a hoot. I actually loved him. He's just funny and, you know, always had his girls around kind of like, you know, flocking to him. (laughs) 
you know, it's just like I was young, you know, making a movie. It was just fun, you know, stay out all night. Nobody counting our hours. Just like, let's just do it. Right. You know, we're all on the same page. At one point, you got to look at yourself and just be like, hey, I'm, I'm getting pelted with wind. I'm in the middle of a satanic altar. I'm pointing a gun at a girl in rubber <laughs> and you got yeah. ghoulies all around you. That's, that's going to be an amazing experience. And if I remember right, I think that was one of the first movies where I, I was the serious character. Like I was I was wearing a suit and yeah. I was intelligent yeah. and mm-hmm. I wasn't the girl in the bikini. And so for me, it was just a, a milestone for myself Sure, that I, you know, oh, they're taking me seriously now. I'm wearing a suit. You know, I'm a detective or whatever it was I was. I don't even remember. Horror but movie yeah. people see blonde and they go, oh, okay, I guess we know exactly what this character is going to be. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to talk about this movie that you guys both have a part in. Yours a little less obvious than obviously Ali's, but Masquerade. Oh, we recently saw Masquerade. You with told Bella me Thorne. that. You texted yeah. me that. Yeah, a little Easter egg. But wait a minute, I'm not in it. Yes, I no, swear. Mom, the picture there's a newspaper. Oh, the picture. There's oh, a newspaper. God. Yeah, 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 near the end. And I was like, oh my god, because I know he produced it. Right, your, yeah. your dad produced yes. the film. Yeah. Yes, right. So just tell us a little bit. I mean, that twist, by the way, in that movie, that's really, really cool. Did you understand how? Oh yeah, oh yeah, okay, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was when it happened. We were like, oh wow, it was just. It we made were, like what what is you know a, an in, an indie horror film. It made it really unique that twist and how it it played off was we, unexpected and really unique. You did a fabulous job, by the thank way. Thank you so much. We were in Chicago and we were wa- we watched that because we were visiting my grandma. We were with my aunts and uncles and grandma, and it happened. And I was like, "So what do you guys think? You guys understand?" They're like, "What?" We, they I was don't like, really "Understand?" I was like, "The the twist." And they were like, "What? It's n- there's no twist." And we were, I was like. Well, there was. <laughs> and they were like, let's watch it again. And I was like, this and this and this. And they were like, oh, yeah, that makes sense now. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's a really it's a really fun movie. And we shot that in seven, nine days. Are you serious? Wow. wow. Nine days. Oh, uh, I think the whole I mean, maybe they the, maybe uh, your, uh, my your days part, were my seven nine were, days. Yeah, um, but it was pretty quick. My part was, yeah, it was one week. Um, we shot it in and I think it was 15 day shoot, 15 day shoot total. Yeah, I think. Wow. Um, but it was right it was before fast. COVID right before everything hit. So yeah. that was our last job that we did before everybody was locked down. So and we got to go to Kentucky. Yeah, it was, it was great. very, very pretty. Tell us about you know getting the opportunity to do this Chucky series and not only to do that. But to play mother and daughter, which yeah. is wild. Were you guys selected to do this beforehand or how um, did it work out? Well, I, we just went to the audition and I saw her there and it was kind of a big question. Yeah, we're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here at the audition? <laughs> um, no, yeah, I had so basically um, COVID. It was quarantine. I You didn't have COVID. I, 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 no, I didn't have COVID. <laughs> I was in COVID. We were in quarantine and I did a Zoom with Don, Don Mancini. And he just kind of told me the whole storyline, the whole plot and my character. And just from sitting there and hearing Don talk, you just want to be involved oh, in whatever yeah. he's telling he's you so about. He could, so tell, awesome. he could tell you baby. to go and jump off a cliff and you would just do it. Yeah. Because he'll just make you would it. trust him. You would just trust him. Yeah. He told me about it. And just hearing how passionate he was about it and excited he was made me so excited. Um, and then we were just talking about it and I was like, I got off the zoom and I was like, mom, I have to do this. This is so fun. Um, and Lexi has an amazing arc, um, throughout the whole series and he was just telling me everything. And then, uh, we were, we were talking a lot and then they started talking a lot. You know, the directors or, you know, showrunners always like to get to know the parents to, to know what they're about to get themselves into. 
because it's always a different story. Yeah, than parents jo- yeah. kids. Your um, kids joining a family, really. A family yeah, yeah. yeah. And Don is one of those guys that just knows like you, like they just, he just knows every single movie, every single TV show that's ever been made. And so, you know, he was familiar with my work, um, but we started to talk about Allie and the show and everything. And then we connected in a big way. And so then one on one of our Zooms, he yeah, just he asked was, me over Zoom. No he way. Said, he was like, I, I'm not really allowed to ask you this right now, but I'm going to ask you anyway. <laughs> and he asked her and she and she was like, sure. Um, think about it. I don't have to think about, about it. it. Yeah. The answer is yes. And then it all just kind of worked out. I mean, she goes with me wherever I go, right. obviously. Um, so she was gonna be there and she were always together and we were like this is just a great bonus on an experience that was already going to be great and it just made it so much fun we've never we worked together on a small short film a few years ago um and our storylines barely even crossed so it was really fun to do like a major we had a a lot of stuff together it was really fun and especially that i was playing a horrible mother (laughs) she's a mean girl you know that element yeah just like yeah bring it home i love it so you you guys went up to toronto and how long were you up there we were there for six months. Yeah. Wow. Well, six months. Yeah. Six, six and a half, including the Canada quarantine. We had to yeah. Do. Oh, yeah. That's oh, right. Yeah. yeah. You got it. Yeah. For a while there, you had to hang out in a yeah. hotel before you could do anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Jeez. So what is it like to be in one of Don's productions when he gets in there with you? He is the most devoted uh, show Caring. you will ever meet. He cares about the kids so much. And, you know, we, we it's just he's always checking in to make sure everybody's okay and happy. It's very important to him. We would have weekly zooms every single Sunday. He would, all the kids in him would get on a zoom and he'd just ask us, is everything okay? He had the busiest schedule ever. He was always doing something and still he made time to every week, make sure that we're okay. Make sure that everything that our characters are doing, we feel comfortable with and, Make, ask us how we feel about certain things and oh, really just make sure that this is the way kids talk you know does that you know do, sure, do you so feel comfortable your... if there's something you want to change please yeah. tell me you know and music kid oh he yeah. let us weigh in on a lot oh, of music yeah, the, the music the, the music on the show is very very, so very cool good. yeah Billie yeah. Eilish oh yeah it opens yeah. with Billie Eilish the first episode that's right that that's right. I was so excited he, he came to me because he knows how much of a Billie fan I was and he was like guess what and I was like ah! um yeah, he, he's just, he was so collaborative with all of us. Everybody. And it just makes everything so much easier because you never want, like, you never want the, oh, I don't really like this, but I don't know how to, you know, tell them that I don't really want to say this certain line or do this. His door was always open. So he gives you a forum to to, to open up and say whatever open you up. want. Absolutely. Yeah. That's fantastic. And he listens. I wanted, when I read Michelle, I loved her because I saw a, a wackiness to her. Mm-hmm. And I love, that's why I love Chucky because Jennifer Tilly, I'm, I mean, she's the best and I love her. Well, she's mostly comedic, but I didn't want Michelle to be straight. I wanted her. I wanted people to love to hate her, not Mm -hmm. just hate her. And so I wanted a little bit, you know, sensitivity or some wackiness to her. I wanted people to laugh. And so I just wanted to be sure that that was his vision with this character. And he just kind of gave me the freedom and then would just give me the thumbs up. You know, once in a while, like, okay, if I'm going too far with it, let me know. You know, you just there's something about being in a Don Mancini production that you want to make him happy. Like you just want to please him because, you know, that this has been his baby forever. And, you know, it's just we want to do right by him. And also just being in a Chucky something anything to do with Chucky in general is just you want to please the fans too yeah it's very as long Natalie said before about doing a Stephen King movie you want to 
it's very intimidating to there are these cult fans who just love this doll so much um so you you really want to make them proud yeah it was a really fun experience and just getting to work with him so closely it, you had to stop and realize that you were working with like a, such an icon right yeah. the and doll sound- and him <laughs> and it sounds like from what you're saying that it's not a process where it's like ruled by an iron fist and intimidation. Not it's it's ruled by passion no, and heart yes. and yeah. excitement. reverence for the character and, and excitement yeah, for the yeah. project. That's, that's amazing. So we, can, you, can you tell us a bit about the new world that Chucky gets to mess with? What kind of things are going on with the kids in the show that make it a very unique playing field for Chucky? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of the same gist of Chucky, you know, the murder. Chucky's Chucky. Chucky's yeah. Chucky. <laughs> he's, uh, the murder stalls back in his hometown of Hackensack. But, my favorite thing about this new generation of Chucky is um, instead of having just a two-hour movie, we have a whole eight-episode series, eight hours to just really dive into these characters, develop them, understand their backstories. And my favorite thing is we also get to understand Charles Lee Ray's backstory, the origin story right. of why Chucky. people do what they do. Um, and-, and it is such a fun storyline and just what getting the scripts in and just reading it was already so much fun and getting to see it come to life was so cool um chuck yeah. is a little bit misunderstood yeah you get to see the backstory we do we also deal with um bullying mm-hmm. and lexi is a bully and um we also get to see you know even why bullies do the things they do i have a very horrible home life in the show my mother has the mayor she does not give me but i love you um <laughs> <laughs> are you sure about that um but yeah my mother is the mayor i've always had like this pressure on my back to be perfect and you kind of get to see that and hopefully i'm hoping that kids that are being bullied can you know see this and see there's always a reason behind everybody's actions and maybe even understand them and not feel as targeted um by the kids they're being bullied by and hopefully kids that are bullies can see it and realizing realize that what they're doing how big of an impact it has yeah, because right. that's one of Lexi's effect. Mm-hmm. That's one of Lexi's biggest storylines is that she never feels bad for anything she does until she realizes what a big impact she's having on Jake. So yeah, it's it's a really it's a really fun storyline. Do you have a favorite kill or one that you could allude to? <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to we're talk, not allowed about, to talk kills. about. But there are some kills. pretty good ones, right? The, oh, I know. I have a favorite one, but. Have us back in after the episode two and we can talk. Okay. Well, this will probably be out right around when episode two drops. Episode two drops on Tuesday, right? Yeah. There's a lot of, there's the elaborate ways that they come up with to kill people. Yeah. So funny. There's so many great ones and... Yeah, you just have to keep watching. It's well, like the-, the Saw movies. Like, you know, can you get, we got to come up with some. Yeah, more, right. Some, you know, like, <laughs> how can we torture someone and make it interesting or funny? You know, like, how can we kill, how can Chucky kill someone? Well, the, at, so many. So when this comes out, it'll be uh, episode two will have aired. So we have the dishwasher kill, which is really very cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what, that's I was what she was going to yeah. say. Is that the one? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah okay, that's so in that's two. episode two. Okay, yeah, that's great. in two. We got the it's, dishwasher yeah, so kill. Funny. I thought that which was Which is amazing. Four. Yeah, no, super, super gory. And then. Episode two has a really funny moment. I mean, it's it's funny, but it's really freaking mean too. Oh, and it's no. something yes. Lexi does yes. right when she at this big Halloween, Oliver's big Halloween bash, and she comes out dressed as Jake's dad, oh, being electrocuted. electrocuted. And yeah. you give him a look too, like yeah, you see him important. looking at you. Yeah, and then you give him this look, that's and then important. almost a little bit of shame, a moment of shame, Guilt. right? The reflection that Le- you're talking about that Lexi yeah. has. 
you see it in her in your eyes and then you go right back to it you know to appease the masses right oh yeah and it, oh my god it's so cruel but it you is know so i remember cruel. even reading it thinking how are you going to make people ever like you after right. that like but you do in that moment yeah in yeah. that moment that There's moment a, tells it all you can see yeah. Yeah. yeah dawn's biggest superpower is making the most unredeemable characters redeemable including that, chucky including chucky even mm-hmm. that that day was the best <laughs> getting all of like the hair and the little yeah. um like what, the goatee the goatee yeah. and getting all dressed up and everybody was in all the girls there were in like little like bunny costumes yeah. and all like cheerleaders <laughs> and i like walk in and i'm in these like coveralls yeah. and it was so so Your much hair fun my hair all so stuck <laughs> up um but yeah, that that it's definitely one of my favorite scenes. And of the so whole we show. were shooting that party in the Schitt's Creek mansion. Oh yeah, no from way! The first episode when they're leaving, the yeah, house before oh, they funny. lost all their money. That was their house. house yeah. Oh wow! So we were just walking around taking yeah, pictures. Yeah, fans of Schitt's Creek. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And we made a bunch of pictures, like we like with the cast. Oh, re- we like yeah, recreated recreate a bunch it. of pictures. That's so great. And speaking of that moment. You know, Zachary Arthur, who plays Jake Wheeler, is fantastic mm-hmm. in that moment as well. Oh, yeah. The so emotion that washes his face. Yeah. We have a lot of They backstory. worked together when they were five years old. No transparent. Oh, my God. That's yeah. wild. We played brother and sister when we were, yeah, five years old. So is it just a, a, a situation of chance that it he ended chance. up being cast? Were you like, uh, oh, my God, this is so cool. I was on the phone with my agent and um, after I had been cast and I was like, oh, who's playing Jake? And he was like, it's this kid, Zachary Arthur. And I was like... Oh my god! <laughs> it was um, amazing. It was kind of one of the situations where we've kept in touch all these years. Yeah, I mean, like we haven't actually see, we hadn't seen each other in at all. Um, but we've kind of just like kept in touch, you know, sliding up on each other's Instagram stories, whatnot. And yeah, it was it was a reunion. Oh, so that's, great! That's beautiful. That's yeah. so fun. That's such a family affair from through yeah. and through. Yeah, this is a big one for us. What are the mechanics of working with Chucky the doll on set? Are you hearing Brad Dourif's voice? Are the animatronics even in place? How does it work? You would be so surprised to know how much is real. It's just all right in front of you. I've worked a lot on green screen, blue screen. And so, you know, reacting to things that aren't there, you know, has been a large part of my career. Sure. Which is fun in itself, but the fact that Chucky is right in front of us and he's completely practical really blows you away and helps you to stay in the moment. Yeah, right. Um, It's just so much easier and nicer. And it's just so impressive. These puppeteers, I mean, it's incredible, like standing ovation to them daily. It's incredible. And that there's so many different Chucky's with different expressions and, you know, which Chucky are we going to use now? There's a heavy Chucky and then a lighter Chucky and. It's just, and then there's Hillbilly Chucky, who's Chucky's stand-in for whenever real Chucky needs to be offset getting fixed. Hillbilly Chucky the, on his overalls is called Hillbilly Chucky, <laughs> and he stands he's in. And he's just he's a static stand-in. puppet, like he doesn't actually move. Yeah, he just, or he's just a static puppet. Yeah. His hair sticks up, and he has like blood all over him, and he just stands there on a little stand like this, and it's really creepy. And they come in, you know, it's called finals when they go, okay, finals, and they come in and they fix your makeup and the hair right before you're about to shoot. And there's somebody specifically for Chucky's final finals and they go in and fix his hair and it always takes them longer to yeah. fix chucky's hair than our hair chucky's the longest like, such a deal oh like details so like in any given scene how many puppeteers are are moving chucky around there are six puppeteers wow yeah so oh um so yeah a lot of the stuff like in the first episode with you know the scene where he's just 
they're talking yeah. and turning his head. They can do that all with a little remote. Um, that's all just there. None of it's CGI or anything. In the first scene in the hallway, um, my first day on set, uh, I walk up and I had no idea that Chucky moved on its own. I thought puppeteers had to be there. So I walk up and all of a sudden his head turns to me. <laughs> and I, in the in the scene, I'm just like, jump back, I'm a little startled. And it was completely real because I was so terrified. And he starts talking and his just comes to life. That's incredible. And it's so important to Don to keep it practical because it's been so important yeah, to the fans the, all these yeah. years. It's terrifying. It really is. Do you listen to a playback of Brad's voice? Is he there? Are there other people reading Chucky's scripts? Yeah. yeah. So there's, in, one in pup, there's one puppeteer whose main job is to just read the lines. Wow. And he does a really good job at it. Oh, he yeah. does they an impression. A, they have a microphone and then they have speakers all over wow. um, where they, uh, yeah, where they say the lines through. It's, 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 a, it's, Chucky has the biggest glam squad. Yeah. It is a whole is a whole thing. But in this day and age to actually be working with something that's practical like that is just so that's refreshing. Very special. I'm yeah. not even sure if anybody does that anymore. Yeah, I don't I don't think much of yeah. it. Did Tony Gardner make that I think one? Tony Gardner, yeah, Alterian mm-hmm. and Tony yeah. Gardner, I think yeah, was yeah. behind yeah. the, the genius behind he's such a so, master. He's so talented. Yeah. They had a whole puppeteer room and it was the creepiest thing ever because when you walk all by, the Chuckies. It's just oh my every God. single face that they have, every single body that they have, hands with knives in them, hands just that are static hands, angry hands, every single part that they would need in this one room. And when you walk by, you can just it's just you feel eyes on you. <laughs> oh so creepy. When Chucky finishes, like when he raps, does everybody like it's a rap on Chucky? Oh, Yay. Yeah. Like oh, is yeah. he sure. treated like like a real oh absolutely don don every time we finish a scene good job chucky that's a great the good great yeah. job every single time oh, we finish a take wow there's um her younger sister my daughter in in the show you know it's a doll and she's a little girl yeah. and she <laughs> they get along great chucky was always <laughs> but no touching chucky in between scenes like nobody is allowed to go near chucky but she was always so tempted because there's a doll yeah like, of course i'm bored i'm sitting here i'm waiting for them to set the lights and go to chucky. oh honey please and then she would go again, honey, please. Like, okay. It's just like to keep her hands off that doll. was so funny. Uh, I mean, it's a really cool doll too. Yeah. Oh, an amazing life, looking. It just, it just is ugh, so creepy. There's a featurette that you can watch online now that unveils an Easter egg appearance from Jennifer Tilly mm-hmm. in episode one mm-hmm. and yes. Alex Vincent. Yes. And we can't wait to see who else you guys get to hang out with in the series. I'm, I'm trying to think of a way to ask this. That you could actually talk about or, or yeah. answer in some sort of way. What's in store for fans of the original series without giving away any spoilers? Yeah. Well, like you said, because you've seen it online already. I mean, just the fact that Jennifer, they will see Jennifer's presence at some point. Right. Jennifer, Fiona, Alex, Christine. The greatest hits. All the right? OGs. Yeah. Oh. And to have all of them around on set was just the, this is this positive spirit. I don't know if you've ever met Jennifer, but she just brings light and sunshine into every room she enters. She's just like, it almost felt like, like Dawn, everybody wanted to please her as well, sure. because this is also her baby. Mm-hmm. She threw a premiere party for everybody Aww. the other night. And it was just great. She, you know, she was just so happy and she's so proud of this franchise. And they welcomed us with open arms. Yeah, it's just, I mean, we're the newbies to the show and just like, yeah, welcome. This is what is this is what it's like. And all of them giving advice to the kids. Just wait, because now you've entered the Chucky world. It's going to be a roller coaster ride. And the fans are so dedicated. Like you're in this world forever. 
Yeah. Is there any plans? Have you heard any rumblings about maybe expanding any of this into movies or new Chucky stories? We haven't really heard anything about it yet. Right now, we're just waiting for the call and maybe hopefully season two. Um, Just crossing our fingers. Uh, But yeah, we haven't heard anything, but we would be so excited to be involved in anything um, to do with Chucky World again. It was such a great experience. It's really been accepted in such a positive way by critics and reviewers and it's just, you know, kind of like right now our heads are spinning and just excited. Yeah, I can imagine. It's, I mean, this is a, a big part of horror history that you guys are embedded in right now, which is very exciting. Don FaceTimed us yesterday, actually, while we were on an interview with somebody else. So I just texted him, sorry, we're not picking up. And he said, oh, it's OK. I was just calling because I'm happy. I just want to talk to you. We like just like that's amazing. Yeah, that's so cool. I wanted to ask about working with Devin Sawa. He he's a legend in our eyes, man. Like Final Destination, Idle Hands. I you know I didn't know his work very well, but obviously people were in love with him, and so then after I met him, I started you know kind of stalking him. But um, what a great guy! What a nice guy! We have one scene. Not sure what episode it is with all the parents. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a kid heavy show, yeah. teenage heavy show, but there's one scene that Don wrote and it's just all the parents arguing. And I felt so fulfilled after that day. And it was Devin. It was mostly Devin and myself and then the parents on the peripheral just arguing about the kids and, you know, having difference of opinions. But anyway, just working with Devin one on one like that. He's so good. He's so solid. So professional, um, but just really a family man, a nice guy. Do you follow him on Twitter? Oh, yeah. He's, he's hilarious. Hysterical. He is he's hilarious. He's a meme page. It's yeah, so yeah he is. He is. He's such a smart, funny dude. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that you could see that in his films, too. And that's, I think, one of the things that people love so much about him. You yeah. Know, is what he brings to that stuff. Yeah, he's, we were lucky to get to know him. At the end of the filming, he gave all the kids um, uh, the long walk Stephen King book. Oh, wow. Because he was like, this is my favorite Stephen King book. So I thought, you know, if you guys haven't read it, it's because it's one of those like small, like pocket, yeah. like pocket yeah. books. So he was like, you know, it's just something you can like bring to set. You know, it's just, he gave all the, I only had a few scenes with him. And he was like, you know, it's just bring to set. It's just something to do on set. And I was like, oh, thank you. And I've already finished it. It's yeah. such a good book. Um, it's just, he's just the sweetest guy. That is so cool. That is, a, that's great to hear. I wanted to get your your thoughts on the fact that, you know, a lot of shows these days are available all at once. You could binge the whole series. What do you like about the way that the rollout is with this, where you got to kind of digest one episode a week and they're, they're kind of rolling them out like that? Well, first of all, it's, it's frustrating to us because yeah, we don't get to see. We right. saw the first episode after you saw it. Right. I mean, there was the first. Isn't time that interesting? Right. Yeah. Um, they don't send us four episodes to see like they send to you. Like, hmm, do you have them back there? Like, uh, do you have the links? Because we'll hook you up. <laughs> we have only seen episode one. Wow. But that's kind of cool, though, too, because you get to see it. It eventizes it for you right. as well. Right. Right. And also watching it live. There's just something like a live performance, like doing theater, yeah. like watching it live, knowing that everybody is watching it at the same time as you. There's an adrenaline to that that you don't have is streaming. Yep. Also, we were able to see our numbers, which were really good, which you can't always check with streaming. Yeah. And yeah. every week we're going to have a different viewing party. So we're all going to all host a different viewing party, knowing that it's airing live. It's also fun to go on Twitter and see all the fans watching it with you live at the same tweeting, time. Right. Live tweeting. It unleashes so much, so much more see, experiences, right? It's really cool. All of the reactions and their live reactions and everybody tweeting me. Oh, my God, I hate you so much. Yeah. About Lexi. Um, and also, I think it creates just a whole another layer of suspense for the audience. 
just the fact that it's coming out weekly and all the cliffhangers and Dawn creates some great cliffhangers yeah. for episode to episode. So that yearning to watch a show the following week. I mean, that's gone. It's magic. Most, it was magic. I mean, I, yeah, I probably old school. Yeah. I'm like Lauren and I, that was, yeah, that, that was around when we were kids and everything. And our kids don't have that. Everything's right. no, get it all at once. All. You have it all. All the secrets are already spoiled, usually in, oh, in press. Right. And if kids love a show, that's what they do that weekend. They watch the entire series. Yeah. Well, you can't do that with Chucky, which is actually, I think, kind of cool. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really cool because I feel the pressure because like s- season three of you is out now. <laughs> yeah, which is awesome. I love that show. Like, oh out tonight, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so excited. I'm binge watching. Yeah. A season one and two right now. I just I'm almost done with season two. It's so Ooh. good because I wanted to watch. I wanted. It's crazy. She got me hooked on it. that show. Like season one. Oh, I was like. God. I was like, you know, put it off for forever. And then finally she's like, no, no, no. Watch like an episode. As I watched the first episode and I couldn't stop watching it. I'm so excited (laughs) to see season three. Yeah. But I don't want it to be spoiled for me. So I feel this pressure like. Oh, I got to watch it all because everyone else is going to see it all. And I'll hear all about it. it So I love that about Chucky. Like nobody can mess it up for me. Yeah. Even even Don. We had Don on the other day. He he's not talking about how these people are going to be injected back into the story. He's not, you know, yeah. that, that information really isn't out there. So to be able to, you know, we know little clues from social media and these mm-hmm. actors have been posting things while you guys are in production. So there's inklings of, okay, we know this is going to happen somehow, but we don't know how. So the, the magic and yeah, whimsy of all that's preserved, yeah. which again is that mystique is for the most part, gone now right. from most entertainment. So that's really unique and cool. And everybody's also wondering when. They're just like yes. waiting for the moment that it happens. Right. right. And is the this fact the episode? That he right. even made everybody wait for Chucky to really move like to the mm-hmm. end of episode one. It's like, wow, yep. the doll's just standing there not doing much. And then all of a sudden he comes to life like, yeah, yes. you're watching it with a big group of people. And everybody just started cheering at that point. Like, go Chucky. The first time we saw it, we had to, we um, watched it at Beyond Fest. Um, with just oh, a whole yes. room of dedicated Chucky fans. Every single person there was dressed in a Chucky costume. Oh. Had like the full like red wigs and everything. And it was just so fun to see the live fan reactions. And every single time the Chucky comes alive, we've seen it like three or four times. Now every single time the Chucky comes alive, everybody starts clapping. Oh, and that was probably the first time a lot of those people have been in a movie theater. Yeah. Since exactly. lockdown. Exactly. Like yeah. these film festivals yeah. like that are creating that experience yeah. for us. I know. Yeah. We went to a couple Beyond Fest things. Same thing. First time we were in a theater, everything just like seems, seems so much more special. Now, right. You know? We're just so excited about it. We're so excited that you guys are a part of it and that you guys are excited about it. And we just can't wait for the whole story to roll out and to see what happens to these amazing characters. I got to say something. You've got to get some Chucky memorabilia. In we home. do. The we only do. thing about Chucky memorabilia, it is very expensive. Is that, oh, is that <laughs> fr- right? Oh, yeah. Like, like, you know, those big tier horror icons, Friday yeah. the 13th, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, Chucky. Mm-hmm. That stuff is like the Lamborghinis of horror yeah. memorabilia. The actual stuff Don. they use. You got to get to Right. Don. Oh, my God. Don's going to have Don up. in here because he, he he was the he nicest, one of the nicest people we've ever spoken yep. to. And just, you could just sense the passion and love that, that exudes from that guy yeah. just in general, not just the, the Chucky stuff. So very, very Yeah, cool. it would be my dream oh. to, to have him here and talk. Oh yeah. Did you hear sure. that, Don? He'll be, he'll be. Yeah, watching. come on, he'll be Don. Be let's, let's do it. Do you let's always do say it. I watch the podcast? Doesn't that drive you crazy? Yeah. Did you see that podcast? Yeah. Like, no, I didn't see <laughs> it. I heard it. <laughs> now, not to put you guys on the spot, but uh, it, do you guys have a favorite Chucky movie, a favorite child's play movie. Oh, I do. I have, I have to pick two. 
I love Curse of Chucky because I think it's so fun. It's just like, Curse of so Chucky scary. is amazing. And I yeah. love Fiona in that mm-hmm. movie. Um, Curse and Cult, obviously. And then I also have a really soft spot for Seed of Chucky. I think it's so wacky yeah. and yeah. so fun and just not like anything you've ever seen before. It's such a great movie. How about you, Barbara? So I am the president of the Michael Terrio fan club. Okay. Uh, he plays my husband. I should say I play his wife, but cult because he blew me away. So I saw him in cult with the facial hair. It's cult, right? Yeah, it's cult. Before yeah. we even met him, though, we watched that. Oh, movie. we watched it before we right. met him with the facial hair and everything. And I thought he was so good looking and so sexy. Sorry, <laughs> but he was. <laughs> He's always like, Mom, you can't say sex. Um, but he was, and he and I just thought, who is this bad? Doesn't say bad boy. He's like, Mom. <laughs> No, but he plays like he's like, who's this bad guy? And he's so edgy. And but I was impressed by him. So when Don said, that's who's going to be playing your husband, like, yeah, bring it on. You wouldn't believe Michael. There is not a nicer human being on the planet. He's so nice. You almost think it's fake. Like, he's just so sweet. And he went without the facial hair um, for Chucky, which makes him even sweeter looking. Yes always apologizing you know he'll bump into the wall and apologize to the wall like he's just like the <laughs> sweetest amazing. guy so for that reason i really love cult because he was so good in it and i will just talk about michael wherever i go because i miss him so much he's just such a great scene partner that's gotta be so giving that's gotta be something that's strange as an actor to develop this family wherever you're in when you're in production right and you're with each other for so long going through an incredible experience and then you stop and then you go back home and people go on to other projects how did how does that feel how do you get around that we've kept in touch with a lot of people from the show surprisingly you know with covid and everything and being restricted it's amazing how much we have kept in touch with everybody especially because when it because of COVID, when we were in Toronto filming, we had absolutely nobody but each other because we were in a pod, yeah. so we couldn't do anything. So the only thing we had access to was going over to each other's apartments and just hanging out and talking. And we were being tested mm-hmm. every single and day. Every single yeah. day. So we had this little pod of people that we could be with, and that's it. Yeah, I've, I've created such close relationships with every single one of these boys. And being the only girl was really fun, too, because it felt like I had just a bunch of big brothers. Because I'm sure. one of three girls, obviously, so I've never had like a brother... Um, so being one of being the only girl was really fun too. Um, but yeah, I, every single time I do a project, I always, always keep in touch with whoever I'm doing. Like whoever is also a part of it. Yeah, we're pretty good with that. We create yeah. it. We, it's a. You're right. It's a family. You create a family. You create such close connections with these people, and it's just uh, finding out if they live in the same place as you. Right. Like, yeah. York you, Finn, you bring them with you. Bjorkvin yeah. Devin. Um, he lives in Texas, and he just came out for the premiere. It was so great to see him again um, because he's one of my best friends now. I was taking pictures of all of your hereditary stuff to send to him because oh, he's amazing. obsessed with hereditary. Oh, that's fantastic. He's obsessed. Um, yeah, we, we become so close. So I'm just, I'm just hoping we can stay in touch forever. Yeah. <laughs> They're my besties for life now. What do you guys got coming up next that people can get excited about? Well, not only the rest of Chucky, but I'll see if she wants to talk about it. Um, right now, I'm in development of my own project. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I've always been really interested in behind the scenes and producing and directing and writing and all of that stuff. Um, so during quarantine, 
I found a novel that I I can't say anything about sure, it yet. No problem. Um, uh, you guys have to have me back once the announcement comes out. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, I'm just trying to come up with excuses to come back to this house. Um, <laughs> You're always you welcome. You never need an excuse. <laughs> um, yeah, I found a novel during quarantine. It was kind of like my quarantine project. I wrote a uh, treatment. Um, I, you know, got the rights to the book. Um, my agent was a big part in helping me. You know shop the treatment around i and i signed with some some people <laughs> um and yeah it's it's you guys should be hearing about it shortly wow that's so incredible exciting. yeah it, uh, did the she wants to start writing the first like the pilot the first episode yeah, it's eight episode series so yeah i'm just kind of in development finding writers and you know shopping it around and stuff so. is it something you'd want to be in as well yeah 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 i wrote i wrote a character for me and Obviously, wrote a character for everybody in my family. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, it's 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 going to be really exciting if it all comes together. We're just kind of we're in development right yeah. now. So, oh well, best wishes for that, and we can't wait to see it come yeah. to fruition because I know it will. And how about you, Barbara? Besides starring in this, I mean, I've just been you know now that Allie just graduated high school at fourteen, so I have been the kids full-time teacher the three of them yeah for years now oh my gosh and i can't believe that that's amazing right, right over quarantine i almost died yeah yeah, yeah we got a little taste of that right, you know? guys did get a taste of it right mm-hmm. and i've been doing it so wow. um now that she's graduated i mean she'll continue to educate i'll continue she'll, she'll continue to do school like, um, yeah. even though she is technically graduated but the pressure's off to like turn in the hours and check in with other teachers and yeah. take tests now she can kind of choose what she wants to learn which is really nice um so that's just kind of opened it up for me to kind of have a little bit of freedom back because as you know teaching your kids is full-time oh yeah so yeah it's kind of like a whole new world for me so it was fun for me to get back into it and be on chucky and i feel so grateful to don for that and now it's just like time for me to spread my way that's so exciting and it's, it's so great that this project could be a purveyor of that this always blows my mind of what your family has accomplished and where they, where everyone is in their careers right now. It's unprecedented. How proud are you of your girls? I mean, the fact that they all have their heads on straight and that, you know, I'm actually to the point where I go to them for advice or, you know, I'll have an audition or something and want their take on it. And it's all just sort of turned around and it's nice that we're it's just like a collaborative family you know we're just all in it together and this sounds so cliche and i'm so proud of them for what they've accomplished but mostly they're just really good kids and i see the way they are on set and they're so respectful of everyone they work with the crew and the drivers and everyone the craft service i mean they're just nice kids Mm -hmm. and as much as i love them i just really like them and you know, they're, they're my, they're my chosen ones. Like that's who I always want to be with on a weekend. I want to hang out with my kids because they're fun. And, you know, we're just, it's as your kids get older and I'm giving you advice, Mm -hmm. you know, it just becomes a different relationship. And I just happen to like this one. I like, Thank you. Aww, <laughs> thanks. Beautifully said. Like I me? love that. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not supposed to like me. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is a very rare experience how, like to like like your mom so much. Like we especially ha- with how much time we spend together. Sure. Cuz she's I like it could go said, the other way. She's yeah. my full-time teacher. She 
I live with her, obviously. Um, she's my mom. She's everything. And now she's my scene partner in this new show. So we were, it's it's a lot of each other, especially being in quarantine in Canada and quarantine this entire time, which, by the way, was the longest our families ever been together because it wasn't somebody going off and doing something yeah, else. that's right. But yeah, I'm not sick of you yet. We'll see. All right, I hope it lasts. <laughs> well, it's such Aww. a gift, you guys. It's really, really extraordinary. Thank you so much for coming over here letting us be a part of that conversation it was a, a honor and a joy we love you guys so much your this whole is family. our favorite place to be so Aww. we will Aww. as long always as you'll have us the door is we... always open okay. our house is your house forever thank, thank you, you so guys much for so having much us. hey you. congrats on chucky happy halloween everyone yeah, happy halloween <laughs> That was the Brew Crew Podcast, episode 271. Special thanks to our guests, Barbara Allen Woods, Olivia Allen Lind, and Natalie Allen Lind. At time of release, check out new episodes of Chucky every Tuesday on Sci-Fi and USA Network. Production tracks for this one provided by Powerman 5000. Till next time, it is the Brew Crew saying, sweet screams. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Boo Crew Podcast. Haunt the Boo Crew at TalesFromTheBooCrew.com. Tales from the Boo Crew on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at Tales from the Boo. The Boo Crew is Lauren and Trevor Shand and Leone D'Antonio. The Boo Crew is produced by Lauren Shand, chopped and sliced by Trevor Shand. The Boo Crew is a TSP creation, part of the bloody disgusting. Podcast Network. Bye. A bloody disgusting podcast network. Home of the Boo Crew. Horror-centric interviews. SCP archives. Weekly full cast storytelling. Horror queers. Genre commentary from an LGBTQ perspective. And creepy. For disturbing and terrifying creepy pastas. Listen free wherever you stream audio and at bloodydisgusting.com slash podcasts.